I really love that um, <clears throat> that we're on with Danielle, but it's not that Danielle, but it's Danielle Mandela, not that Mandela. Uh, I've been thinking about that all week. <laughs> you guys can just swap out a Danielle anytime and just yeah, <laughs> just plug her in. <laughs> I want us all to be on the same show and watch everybody's minds explode. <laughs> I don't know if that's legal. Because, yeah, it would have to be, it would be you, and then it would be Danielle, it would be Jeff Brown, it would be Kevin Scott Brown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Just, but not JoJo. No, No. not JoJo. Definitely not JoJo. No, no, fuck him. I mean, we we all understand that uh, JoJo is the least important part of the JoJo Has Fun family. (laughs) Look, we let him put his name in the title. I mean, it's gotta it's hurt. Enough. It's exciting, right? Which we're quickly taking away from him very soon. <laughs> don't worry. All right. Well, don't uh, don't copy the JoJo has fun link yet, since apparently by the end of the show, it's just going to be twitch.tv slash has fun. Roughly twenty-four to ninety-two hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. It's time to Stab Show. That's right, the whole show's a verb now. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Our first panelist has at some point told someone you know that their baby was ugly. She's a member of the JoJo Has Fun crew. It's Kim Martell. Hi, everyone. Hey. Our second panelist makes a pan of fresh-baked brownies every morning and then just flings it into traffic. He's also a member of the JoJo Has Fun crew. It's Jeff Brown. And our third panelist once told the stream that it was just a lazy fucking river. She's got no part in any form of JoJo fun, but is a stab favorite. It's Danielle Mandela. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. It's almost spring. Remember to check my batteries when it starts to get warm out. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Stab Show. We've got a show that's guaranteed to be more fun than a barrel full of monkeys. Because have you ever seen an actual barrel full of monkeys? It's horrifying. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Kim, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Oh, good. You know, we've got our in-show voices going and everything. It's it's professional now. Uh, <laughs> oh, welcome. This, I don't know what you mean. This is the sound of my voice. This is how my voice sounds. <laughs> this is exactly how I interact with everyone <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Get my FM radio voice going. Uh, <laughs> how you doing, Kim? Great, great. I uh, I'm I. Like I was saying earlier, uh, before the show, so it doesn't matter. Freaking stoked about my uh, my prompts. Nice, that's good. It's always a plus. Uh, that's it, Kim. That's all. <laughs> that's all that I've got going on in my life. What I ate a taco casserole for dinner. Like I don't have a Ooh. job, Jeff. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I mean, isn't there like a child upstairs sleeping? Yeah, oh, I have kid. a baby. Yeah, he does. He doesn't run my life. He's not my boss. He's not a taco casserole. Fuck you. Yeah, no. He shit in the potty today. How many times can I say congratulations about that? I mean, I'd like to hear it every once in a while. Yeah, every once in a while. <laughs> no, you know what I you know what I feel when I see this kid shit in the toilet? Mm-hmm. Jealousy. I, he shits these really huge, firm, perfect poops. Mm-hmm. You know what I wouldn't do? Like he doesn't appreciate it at all. He's just like, Eminem, please. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> oh man, I don't get M and M's when I. Well, but to be fair, 
my shits are catastrophes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't understand. The kid eats nothing but like fruit, macaroni and cheese, and SpaghettiOs, and I'm he sorry. has. Kim, <laughs> how many eggs does your household eat a week? About 30 to 36, <laughs> I guess. Why? Why do you ask? Just, just wanted to. <laughs> yeah, it's good for shits, apparently. I guess. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll get on that. Anyway, old glad one. I shared. Yeah. All right. Well, um, remember, <laughs> you have a good shit, you get an M and M. So thanks, Kim. Yeah, that's good to know. I'm going to keep a bag in the bathroom now. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> no, you have to do the work first, and then you get the M and M. Yeah. Oh, can I not just have the bag while I'm sitting there really straining? <laughs> <laughs> Seems counterproductive. All right. Thank you, Kim. Uh, Jeff. Hey there, buddy. Hey. How handsome. you doing? I'm good. Um, I would... I guess I would have gotten into it with Kim, but I've only seen you streaming yet. Uh, the JoJo Has Fun crew has uh, has made it to Twitch. Yeah, it only took three and a half, almost four years to, <laughs> yeah. to, to, to learn that YouTube is a barren wasteland when it comes to streaming. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, we still go out to Facebook and YouTube because uh, people, that you have to go somewhere where people understand, I guess. Yeah. You got to get the grandmas in there, you know? Yeah. They I mean, love this show. Yeah. They love, fucking grandmas love this shit. Yeah. Mm. So much. Uh, <laughs> we're a big blue hair contingency. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, glad to have you, sir. I, last week, or about a week and a half ago, I, I realized. Uh, oh, I, we're we're still short a, a guest, and we just raided uh, JoJo. Um, and oh, oh, hey, here's Jeff. Oh, hey, Jeff, you want to be on the show? <laughs> you thought you were you thought you were asking Kevin Brown? <laughs> yes, you yeah. wanted him on the show. I mean, so you're quite you were an accidental afterthought. That's that's happened twice at least so far, as far as my my being on the show. I didn't think you were someone else. At least I knew. That's, that's true. I it's knew time. you were you. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that I already had Kim on the show. So it was a happy accident that we. Got yeah, we didn't find out until like two days ago. I yeah. think when we like the day we got the prompts. I was like, <laughs> God, I need to like in my writer. I need to put in there that like one, I need only green M and M's. Two, there needs in to be a Pomeranian in the bathroom. In your bathroom, yeah. And three, JoJo and Kim cannot be on the same show as me anymore. I'm trying to break out and do my own thing. We will never let you go. I know that. <laughs> I'm going to make sure that my bathroom M&Ms are, are like in a dish so you get enough spray and uh, uh. just collected matter. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just because. Uh, I, I like to be sick a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome to, uh, welcome to Twitch, Jeff, Kim... Uh, not Jojo, other Danielle, all of you. That's me, I'm not Jojo. <laughs> That's true, you're not Jojo, and technically, I guess, amongst this crew, you're other Danielle. So, let's, <laughs> that's a perfect transition. Uh, hey, Danielle, good to see you. Good to see you. It's yeah. been a hundred years. It, I mean, I think, I think you popped in, a, like, a couple months ago, I reeled you back into the show, but, um, you've been, you've been busy? <laughs> I've been busy. Yeah. I've been busy with a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Just sitting, staring out the window with my coronita. <laughs> Not a corona. Not a corona. corona Never time. again a corona. 
Uh, what have you been doing to, to occupy your time, ma'am? Let's see. I took up crocheting octopuses. Nice. O- octopi? Octopi, yeah. Octopi. Um, that's about it. Okay. I've made two so far. If you'd like to buy one, they're $25. I was going to say, you haven't actually taken up crochet yet unless you have an Etsy store. I am working on it. Okay. Believe me. Well, then, then you can tell me you've taken up crochet. Uh, <laughs> in the meantime, shut the fuck up, Danielle. <laughs> you know how long he's been waiting to say that? <laughs> right now, you're just fucking around with some yarn. Exactly. I'm fine with that, too. You know what? I think that might be where I stay. I just want to keep fucking around with yarn. But, yeah, every, I'm sure everybody already wants to, to scoop up your octopi. So uh, let us know. Thank you. Let us know as soon as you've got that available, and we will send people that way. Uh, with uh, with talk of crocheted octopi, octopi. That was uh, not a real business, but I think it might turn into one after tonight. Yeah, I feel uh, like there's demand in the chat right now. <laughs> they're all about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll be about it too. Uh, with that uh, covered, let's do the thing. <laughs> All right, we start off with segment one, mostly because that's just how numbers work. It's reorganization. Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? Some people say there are no stupid questions, but that's fucking idiotic. There are stupid questions, usually asked by stupid people, stupidly. And when somebody hasn't taken the time to do their own work, the term used mostly today is Google it. But there was a time when RTFM, initially read the field manual, was introduced to send people off to the information they should already know, and which gradually and through frustration evolved to read the fucking manual. All of that being said, now that you've dutifully read this far, why don't you all individually uh, figure out, that I said future out, I just saw what happened there, uh, <laughs> figure out what else RTFM might stand for or represent to you. Kim, what is your RTFM? Jesse, I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Oh, well, good. When you're planning your family vacation, a lot of places come to mind. Mm -hmm. Washington, D.C., the Grand Canyon, Niagara Falls. Of course, you want it to be a memorable experience for the whole family. But aren't those places, I don't know, a little large? (laughs) Why not treat your family to one of life's petite pleasures? A wonder you'll share for a lifetime. I'm talking, of course, of the RTFM, located just north of downtown Bridgewater, Connecticut. Founded in 2003, the Racy Thundercats Figurine Museum brings the magic of the classic 1980s cartoons to life in a whimsical yet tasteful display of sexually explicit explicit art pieces, all painstakingly handcrafted by Thundercats enthusiast and self-proclaimed cataholic Brandon Skalenki, these beautiful pieces of art will bring pause to even the most seasoned pornographic figurine connoisseur. Did you catch that bit there that I, I did, did, I did with the pause? I yeah. <laughs> Ever wonder what Chitara would look like bent over the footboard of a sleigh bed? Wonder no more. We've got dozens of your favorite character posed and ready to delight. Make sure to swing by our Mumra X Lion-O exhibit new this year, yep. or the classic Panthro X Everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Enjoy our newly renovated Snarfateria, 
where you can take a break <laughs> from the action and scarf down some delicious food worthy of Snarf's Kitchen. The Racy Thundercats figurine museum will make you go, Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats! Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. We've all always known from the beginning, Panthro fucks. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I stopped listening after Petite Pleasures. So... <laughs> <laughs> and just, Did you uh, just <laughs> petite pleasures. <laughs> Jeff, hey, how about let's hear your RTFM, won't we? Okay, so once again, I want to thank everyone for attending this monthly town hall meeting. It's important to be active in your community the same way that jurors are active in the justice system. So, not really. And only really old people are interested in this. So if there's no other business, we'll move on to... I got some business! <laughs> God damn it. The chair recognizes local resident Gerald Hicks. Jerry, what do you got for us today, Jerry? First off, I want to say that there is a 1987 Ford Bronco towing the line in the parking lot. And following my remarks this evening, I will be making a citizen's arrest of the owner. So as they can learn to park straight and not impede on other people's spaces. I do have a gun and I will use lethal force as protected me my rights by our forefathers, George Washington, Christopher Columbus, and Jesus. But that ain't why I'm here speaking today. No, I'm here to bring up a threat to this community that has gone overlooked for too long. A threat that will upset this town and, if unchecked, could cause catastrophe on a global scale. I am, of course, talking about RTFM. Raccoons, the furry menace. <laughs> <laughs> this community has long shied away from this real threat to our property, our homes, and our half-eaten whole male frozen dinners that we left sitting on the windowsill to defrost, not knowing the danger that crept in our backyards. Cloaked in secret and looking like a cross between the Hamburglar and Garfield the Cat, <laughs> these critters are organized, they are intelligent, and I have reason to believe, ladies and gentlemen, are the actual culprits behind the January 6th insurrection funded by the Democrats. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you think it's hard to put a MAGA hat on a raccoon and get it to run amok all around Washington, D.C.? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, it ain't. I got a dozen of them fellas walking around that red cap trance around my property. You think Nancy Pelosi wouldn't hot glue gun one of these hats to one of them critters noggins? You think Chuck Schumer wouldn't staple gun one of them caps onto one of them trash pandas? I think they would. And based on my own experience, I recommend the hot glue gun. You think I'm crazy? Well, consider this. You can't spell raccoon without an A, mm -hmm. an O, and a C. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, <my> God. <laughs> oh shit oh. I rest my case thank you <laughs> so, oh, my, oh my god the photoshopping yeah. <clears throat> so many I, I so love that that guy thinks that he has to defrost his frozen dinners <laughs> I like that that's the part that you're calling out right now <laughs> <laughs> that's a very it's specific a thing I put in thinking. this character for Danielle yeah. actually well <laughs> And I, I rounded out that Daniel or that that character is Mount Mount Rushmore with George Washington, Christopher Columbus, Jesus, and obviously number three, the Intimidator. <laughs> <laughs>
the, the holy quadrant. I don't know. Uh, so many visual aids for a podcast. Uh, I know it's funny, right? It's funny. <laughs> That's all right. It has a visual component I now. Laughed. It works. We'll just have footnotes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Jeff. Cross references. Yeah, we'll we'll have the uh, the images in the description of the episode. Uh, Danielle, let's round out some reorganization with your RTFM. Welcome to RTFM, where every October we hunt down the hottest deals for you. We're talking lipstick, clown noses, disguise wigs, capes, you name it, we've got it. Super masculine fire truck toys, of course. Dodgeballs, perfect for shaming the weakest kid in class. Sure, we've got that. And don't miss our BOGO deal on little wagons to pull your children or grandparents with you to the factory before sunrise. Balloons? How about 99 of them? We've got tactical light bulbs for your night vision goggles and DIY dark rooms. Stock up on our danger, peligro, caution, cuidado, and good old-fashioned stop signs for your home and self-imposed workplace. Mm-hmm. Traditional Russian streltsy uniforms? Why, though? A copy of a 1930s Hollywood blacklist? Oh, okay, I think I see where this is going here. A hammer and a what? Wait, I don't understand how we got here. What do you... No, that's it. We draw the line at Fidel Castro's underwear. Leave our store immediately. I'm sorry, we apologize. That got a little out of hand. Really snuck up on us there. <clears throat> so come on down to RTFM, mm-hmm. big box superstore warehouse, where we have, you guessed it, red things for miles. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I like to write things that aren't funny until you listen like three or four times. No. That you can boost your views. It's like the memento of bits. I love it. <laughs> We're all putting it together as we go along. And I'm just really glad. I thought I was going to go first, and I was like, that's such a horrible way to start the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, let, you let everybody try and figure out, oh, okay, there's communism, but there's no C's in this. Oh, okay, well, okay. Exactly. It was a puzzle, and yeah. they're thinking now, and now they're ready for our wit. Exactly. This was our, <laughs> our warm-up. This is our <laughs> the brain teaser segment of the show. <laughs> we got to get limbered up. We've got four more segments, everybody. <laughs> got to get ready for it. Uh, speaking of which, <laughs> I don't know why I needed to emphasize it that way. Uh, segment two, pickup lines. <clears throat> Want to let someone know real quick that you are both very lonely and that you think you're a lot more clever than you actually are? Pickup lines are the fastest, most effective way to express both. So how about you compose three pickup lines to or from the following things? As usual, go one 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 two 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 around the horn three times. Kim, <laughs> let's hear your pickup lines to or from a Craigslist love seat. This is so gross. <laughs> I'd like to turn you over like a cushion covered in spaghetti sauce. <laughs> that wasn't so bad, Jeff. That wasn't so bad. When it's she based said, on my love couch here in the apartment, so I take offense. Yes. I farted on that couch so yeah. much, you should not have sex on that thing. That's why Kim moved to Alabama, because she wouldn't let me fart on hers. That's how a baby happened. <laughs> Wait. Kim Kim farted a baby into your love seat? You weren't there, but yeah, basically. All right. There's an NDA in place. We can't talk about it. Just bring us on the show in two years. We'll talk about it then. <laughs> Well, <laughs> farted loveseat babies have a long gestation period. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> two years. He said two years. Um, <laughs> Jeff, let's hear your first of three uh, pickup lines to or from back hair. Yeah, I felt targeted with this one, Jesse. Well, <laughs> don't think I'm not a furry beast. All right, so just <laughs> we're all in the same gross boat. All right, we've all got a touch of the Robin Williams. <laughs> yes, rest in peace. Are you a patch of hair in the middle of my back? Because I really want to touch you, but you're playing hard to get. <laughs> so difficult. Uh, <laughs> extended handle on the... Uh. <laughs> Danielle, let's hear your first pickup line. To or from <laughs> contactless delivery. <laughs> hey! How are you doing? I said, how are you? It's me up here at the top of the stairs. How's your... Oh, you got to go. Okay, see you tomorrow, Dash. Get it? I called you Dash because you're a door dasher. It's like we already have cute nicknames. I think your profession is noble. I'm so lonely. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna. I was gonna ask if, in the two days that you've had to write these, you basically just pressed record anytime you went outside. <laughs> yeah, that whole Russian rant also happened outside. <laughs> yeah, I love law <laughs> screaming in the chat. I think your profession is noble. <laughs> God, we're all so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, 11 months ago, this prompt wouldn't have made any sense. Nope. <sighs> oh, Good <God>. for me. <laughs> Still made sense for Danielle. <laughs> she was ahead of the curve on not wanting to be <laughs> been lonely for years. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> All right, Kim. Pick up line two, to or from a Craigslist love seat. Why don't you take me back to your place and you can sit on my face? <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Correct. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was... Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> Are you okay, Jesse? Do you need a second? Uh, these actually get in... But just so you know, varying or uh, uh, graduating degrees of uncomfortable. So the third one's you should sit down. Nice. <laughs> On a love seat. Yeah. On a love seat. <laughs> just find the grossest cushion I can get. All right. Uh, <laughs> with a baby farted right into it. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a like it sounds like a thing for like a frozen dinner. Like <laughs> they fart the baby right into the crust. <laughs> How do they get the baby in there? Well, they fart it right in. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All right, Jeff. Let's uh, let's get away from that, shall we? Because um, <laughs> it's far, far away. Pick up line two, uh, to or from back here. Well, you know what they say. Once you go back hair, you never go back hair. Wait, hold on. Fuck. Wait, can I have your number, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once you go back hair, you definitely never go back there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Danielle, oh, we get two more of these. Uh, <laughs> pick up line two. Uh, to or from contactless delivery. Hey, girl. You looking to have your self-worth defined by six feet of empty disappointment? <laughs> <laughs> Much more to the point. 
<laughs> contact this delivery is a guy in that situation. Okay, sure. <laughs> Six feet of disappointment. Uh, <laughs> Kim, let's hear your last pickup line to or from a Craigslist love seat. Did you leave me out on the curb overnight? Because I am wet. <laughs> I fucking do it was coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <now time. laughs> but were you ready? No. Could, could see I just it. slipped it in there, right? <laughs> Shut up, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> could see that one coming right down the street like that guy that doubled back who craned his neck on the first pass. Oh, shit, that one looks all right still. Uh, <laughs> I've said multiple times, I don't want to be rich. I just want to be not eyeballing curb garbage rich. Uh, I live <laughs> in a neighborhood that it's like a giant, um, like, like hot potato of curb garbage. Like you see like one person will put a chair out and then you see it on another person like three houses down's lawn. Yep. And then you see it later on somebody else's lawn. <laughs> Actually people that drive around with flatbed trucks and just collect curb garbage. Mm -hmm. Um it's it's really incredible. It's like this really weird like uh, communist economy or that just is like a surrounds garbage. Well, and to remind everybody, um, this will help it make more sense. Kim currently lives in Alabama. Rude. You don't have to tell people that. I could live in this beautiful utopia that you see behind me. You I'm just know. providing context. I mean, in fairness, I did actually call Jesse to put my garbage couch on the curb one time that's true so yeah everybody has curb garbage jesse oh yeah no i literally just said i still go out for walks and just i oh I, you know oh i'm too far yeah. away to walk that back home that's why you gotta get a baby carriage <laughs> oh okay you leave the baby there you take the garbage home <laughs> yeah the baby like will be fine nobody's gonna take the baby before you get back but they might take this end table yeah. all right <laughs> Jeff, your final pickup line to or from back hair. I like my men like my back hair cut and spread out on my bathroom floor. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I was processing all of that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I didn't like the idea of combining that cut, <laughs> cut, and then like spreading out foreskin on the bathroom. I don't know. I just. <laughs> I I combined it in the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, did you say foreskin? Yes. Yeah, because you said cut. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about like ribs. But... I picked. Oh, yeah. I okay. Well, we all have different backgrounds, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> cut means so many things. You say that like it's an, like we all went to different schools, Jeff. We all have different alma maters. Jesus. Some of us went to circumcision, and yeah. some of us didn't. <laughs> you say soda. She says pop. <laughs> you you say cut to mean ribs, and I only think of uh, snip snip. All right, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Danielle. Let's wrap up some dating profiles with your third tour from contactless delivery. Hi, I'm sterile. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I bite. <laughs> Lead with that. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that is a, a a positive for a lot of folk in the dating. Uh, you know what? Uh, segment three recipes. I don't know how many of you have done recipes. My new. I've never done this. I've, I've never, never seen done it before. This oh, that's great. I was very uncomfortable. Oh, all of them. Oh, it's my new favorite prompt. Uh, recipes. 
if I know anything about anything, which is debatable, it's that anything is made of smaller other somethings. That's just math. And while we all may know that uh, snips and snails and puppy dogs' tails and sugar and spice and everything nice are what make up little boys and little girls, what we might not know is what else goes into other things. So then really dig down into the base elements of some things and, and, <laughs> what did I do writing this? <laughs> and give me the recipes for what makes up these other people, places, or things. Well, I'm looking forward to all of this. Three new folk on the recipes. Oh, so good. Kim, let's hear your recipe for the person behind the vehicle extended warranty scam calls. I didn't know how to do but... Uh, <laughs> However you do it is going to be correct. That's the beauty. Please note this article contains affiliated links. Clicking on those links may result in my website receiving monetary compensation. I came up with this recipe while visiting my aunt, who works for liability insurance, and whom I hate. Sometimes the best way to handle unbridled aggression, skip to recipe. <laughs> Before you begin... Make sure you set your oven somewhere between, there's definitely a toddler in the background of this call, and is this person talking through a blanket? Are they eating a bag of sun chips right now? Once you've done that, you'll need to roll out your pre-made robotic female voice. Recipe can be found here. If you don't have a pre-made robotic female voice, feel free to use any vaguely American sounding voice that you have laying around your workstation. One note, however, is to avoid New England dialects as they tend to be off-putting. <laughs> Next, you fold in the fear-mongering. You want to add enough to cause concern, but don't overdo it or you'll end up with something that's too threatening or worse, abuse. This is the stage when you're going to want to add the warning of the imminent expiration of the current vehicle warranty. <laughs> fold a generous pinch of unfulfillable promises and to finish it off with a protection against super swarm events, excluding <laughs> Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, South Carolina, Florida, Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, Texas, and Oklahoma. Enjoy over dinner while in the shower in the middle of the night or that moment right before you attempt to make a move on your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Kim. Yes, that's how that goes. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Kim, for your recipe for the person behind the vehicle extended warranty scam calls. I never answer my phone anymore, but when I do, it's that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, <clears throat> let's hear. I mean, this can go in so many different directions. I don't know. We'll see where you went. Um, <laughs> let's hear your recipe for a flea market lemonade stand. I went in a similar direction as Kim. Okay. So nice. I have a voice for this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> do it. Maybe it's because Kim's on the call and I have to do these southern voices. But you're you know. so rude. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey y'all! Welcome to Single Moms Making Dough <laughs> Food Blog. Today I got a recipe raring to dirty your spoons and stain your toilets. We're gonna be making flea market lemonade stand today, a staple in the SMMD household every weekend and one that I'm gonna share with you lucky readers. You can access this recipe immediately if you're a subscriber to the Single Moms Making Dough Food blog only fans. We update every week with videos, pictures, and erotic recipes for your enjoyment. Not a subscriber, no worries. You can access the full recipe after reading this unnecessary and esoteric explanation of where this recipe originated from. 
and how it is intimately paired with a number of childhood traumas I've yet to examine, and, so, and many tend to subtly bleed through my creative works. Enjoy! When I was 12, my mom wasn't around anymore. I don't know when she left the picture entirely, but she always had one foot out the door. I guess one day I blinked too long because she was gone. Dad took it the hardest search for distractions, anything to keep him close to me, but to also bury the pain. Saturday mornings were our time. Crack of dawn, 6 a.m., truck loaded with odds and ends, trinkets from a life gone past. Some wood planks and a fold-out table. We'd drive a county over to the fairgrounds, to the flea market. Dad would hawk... Kevin, don't shake your head at me. <laughs> Dad would hawk what he could in the spot we managed to claim for anyone else came around. Old baseball cards, plates with chips in them, picture frames with photos of mom still in them. He sold other things, too. Things I don't know how he got. Bundles of copper wire, some switchblades, sometimes little bags full of Lord knows what. He tried to get what he could, and to keep me occupied, he brought along the lemonade stand. Rickety little cardboard box could all witch away. He threw it together in the garage, not before we left. Spray-painted lemonade stand with an AID on it in the front. Gave me a Vaughn's grocery bag with ingredients, and that's where I stood. A proud lemonade stand, sitting in the middle of dozens of people on a dusty Saturday morning on the back of a broken marriage. So to make the, to, to make the flea market lemonade stand, you need <laughs> four lemons cut in half, a cup of sugar, a large cardboard box, a life shattering event in your adolescence, that's important, six cups of water, and one ever-growing distance between you and your father. Add the sugar to your water and stir until mixed. Squeeze each lemon until pulped into the container and let sit for 15 minutes while shooting furtive glances at your father as he sells the only physical memories of your happy childhood to a man wearing a flannel shirt. After 15 minutes, serve over ice for a delicious treat. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff, uh, for that very painful uh, recipe. <laughs> Or a flea market lemonade stand. And uh, yeah, yes, thank you, Luna. <laughs> in, the, in the chat there. I don't know if you've gotten to it, Jeff. <laughs> He's looking at you. <laughs> I mean, the, you. the way you're sitting there, it's almost like you're the second eye, which makes it even weirder. It's just... All right. If I, uh, if I just like ran out and grabbed a beverage real quick, it would be like a regular stab, right? Because I feel like I did that every theater, Pretty right? Pretty much, yeah. I yeah, mean, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Lara can't bring you one. Uh, Art can't bring you one. So you just go grab one. <laughs> Got it. Carry on. Uh, I like making it creepier watching you go away. All right. <laughs> Everybody freeze until she gets back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come back and look like we're frozen. Uh, Danielle. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, I like this one. Uh, I mean, not that I didn't like all of them, but you know what? Uh, everyone has their favorites. Uh, these are my children, and this one's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> Danielle, let's hear your recipe for <laughs> someone who tapes the return receipts to the gifts they give. Mine is not a fancy blog recipe. <laughs> this is actually, it used to be my grandma's favorite recipe in the oh. mid-90s nice. when all of us kids were still growing so fast that she couldn't keep up with us. But I think like a lot of things, the traditional recipe might have been distorted a little over time. Um, and so this is the most recent one that I could find. Okay. And it's one part nearly expired TJ Maxx gift cards. 
Um, if TJ Maxx gift card is not available, any nearly defunct electronic or office supply store will do. Mm -hmm. Three parts spiraled self-doubt extracted from childhood emotional trauma. Mm -hmm. One handful seeds of discontent with the gift recipient. A pinch of unvalidated good intentions. And 177 parts 3M invisible scotch tape stonks. <laughs> Combine and serve to your friends and family and watch them smile politely, then roll their eyes at you as soon as you turn your back. <laughs> there it is. Just making sure. <laughs> yes. Thank you all deserve to break. <laughs> <laughs> and all of those were exactly right. Uh, <laughs> that's the beauty of the interpretation of the Stab Show. Hey, guys, we have 252 episodes online. Why not listen to one of them? God, what have I done with my... Okay, move. <laughs> You know that you have to, like, advertise the show to get people to listen to it, though, right? I mean... <laughs> All right. Too, too real. Moving on. Yeah. I, Make a coffee. Make a K-O-F-I. Just do it for stab. Uh, somebody else's... Uh, Alyssa Cowan, one of our other producers here, has told me that I should try a coffee as well. Or yeah. Kofi or whatever it is. Yeah. I, I, I need a team. <laughs> I just... I make this stuff. I can't tell people about it, too. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, oh, this work, This dovetails perfectly. Write an angry poem. <laughs> Segment four. Write an angry poem. Anger is an emotion. Poetry is generally how emotions are expressed. So technically, I think we can get away with writing angry poems. So then... Express your ire through whichever form your poetic soul chooses. And please write an angry poem about the following. Kim, let's hear your angry poem about a breakfast nook. All right. Well, I just want to let you know where I was in my headspace getting ready for this poem. I just said over and over again, kids these days, kids these days, kids these days, kids these days. Okay. And this is a first thought, best thought, Allen Ginsberg style uh, rant, who, what, when, where, why. Uh, you think you're so cute? Nook, you're not. <laughs> what the hell even are you? You're not a room. If you were a room, we'd call you a breakfast room. You're just a corner. A corner that a real estate agent attempted to puff up in order to sell an inferior home. Whose fucking idea was it to put a huge round table in a corner? How many weekends did I have to scoop my hungover ass around a chunky table to sit into the middle of the booth to make room for other people? Ever heard of chairs? Chairs are great. Instead, you have a booth, which no one over 120 pounds can even use. It's just wasted space. You're a small useless space with oversized fat shaming furniture and you have the gall to tell me what meal i can eat in you fuck you newsflash nobody eats breakfast nook they've branded it the most important meal of the day and we still won't do it you think you're gonna buy special furniture to stick in a quarter dedicated to a meal nobody eats think again you self-important dead space little bitch Nothing good has ever happened in a breakfast nook. No one proposes in a breakfast nook. If they did, the answer would obviously be no, because who the fuck would do that? Well, how would that even work logistically? 
So you'd have to step outside the nook area to get down on one knee. And at that point, you're not even in the nook. But the person you're asking is, and they're irritated because they're jammed into a booth. And now they have to crane their neck and watch you make a bad decision. But what did they expect? The guy has a breakfast nook. Really, this whole thing is on you, person being proposed to. And you know what? You deserve each other. <laughs> Kim Martell's. Kim, you've turned the word nook into some sort of slur. For I was going to say, <laughs> I I thoroughly enjoyed. I'm the... surprised Tom Nook didn't do that. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed the stank on Nook. Nook. <laughs> and I if also. There's one thing I'm very good at, which is unfortunate. It's saying slurs. <laughs> <laughs> Super good at the I worst was thing. My chunky table. Even though felt a little rough to me. <laughs> I uh, I put it on my resume, and somehow I just keep not getting jobs. <laughs> really good at saying slurs. Special skill. <laughs> People have often noted. What is what's one of your strong points? <laughs> Give me a word, I'll make it a slur. It's one of the LinkedIn assessments about like how well can you say a slur. <laughs> I also enjoyed that's this is just on me uh, the the regional dialect of uh, I enjoyed rum. I enjoyed. <laughs> I was gonna. I didn't know yeah. if I could ask if that was how you really say that word or not. Okay, could you all just fuck off and die? There's nothing wrong with my accent, and it's totally normal. Hey Kim. Um, say hot dog. I will not. Say hot it. dog. <laughs> uh, I wasn't saying it in a, in a... I liked rum. It's. Uh, what do you say? What the fuck? It's where you sleep. <laughs> no. Where you, where you sleep. Yeah. Oh, Jesse doesn't sleep. That's why he doesn't know. That's okay, true. Okay, can we move on? I don't understand that. It's I, just, anyway, like Jeff, my, you got something to say about something? I like to eat my hot dog in the rum. So. <laughs> It's just that usually that word is pronounced with O's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kim. We appreciate yeah, I, you. you, you jo, the next time that you have Jojo on, ask Jojo to say the word porcupine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I do not like people, or it's not that I don't like people picking on my accent. I get a lot of shit about it all the time. But I do love shitting on Joe about porcupine. Yeah. Well, that's... That's the only word that I that I noticed that's that was just anything at all. I, I didn't know the hot dog thing, but <laughs> that was the only thing that, and I enjoyed it. I did like it. Yeah. You know, apparently, Vermont has this thing that it's like a little bit of a Boston accent, but yeah. a little bit of Canadian, and so we have a problem with our O's and our U's, and also we end the end of words too early. <laughs> <laughs> and we add R's to things that I like. I was probably almost in college before I found out that you spell theater with only one R. Theater. 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 So it's T H E R T E R. Yeah. Theater. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> I saw a movie at the theater. Oh, no. I All got right. a hot dog when I went to the theater. <laughs> and so I ate some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> just as long i mean this was all cute and fun just as long as you don't actually say sar because then otherwise <laughs> no i learned i learned when i was like six or seven years old that i had to bury that deep down and get rid of it because i did i used to say sar yeah um I'm... like i saw the movie saw like that that's the thing that like like in my head, yeah. I saw saw that makes sense to me. Like I, sure. I don't know, because yeah. as a name, it's a separate word. I guess, I guess, yeah, it's a proper noun. 
<laughs> I'm sure I have some shit that I dropped that people could give me a hard time about, and I would feel bad. So now I feel bad that I've done it to you. All right. It's okay. It's it's happened so much. It's like a callus. You really can't hurt me. <laughs> well, thank you, Kim, for your angry poem about a breakfast nook. See if you guys can spot what's going on. Jeff Brown, let's hear your angry poem about a library book. So I wrote like um, a few poems, okay. and they were all way too sexual. So <laughs> I had to go back and like redo this one. So this one is titled A 13-Year-Old's Ode to Library Books. Okay. Grounded from computer, my, my mom says it's her right. She says my homework's failing, that I play too much Fortnite. My homework's nearly due. My essay has just begun. No wiki to give me hints. No Google to get it done. To the library I must go. A book I must check out. Mom says the answers are inside. Let's see what this is about. Holy fucking shit. This shit's the fucking worst. <laughs> Where's the fucking search bar? This book is fucking cursed. I can't do a fucking word search. I can't copy and paste the text. How am I supposed to plagiarize this for my senior project? You suck, you fucking book. I'm glad you're dying out. I fucked your mom last night and posted it for clout. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Trying to figure out, so you, you fucked a tree? I don't understand. <laughs> it's a bigger book, maybe? He's 13, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Fucking suck-ass book. The fucking book. <laughs> How do I scroll? I don't try and read me. <laughs> All right, let's finish up some angry poems. Uh, Danielle, let's hear yours about a second look. <laughs> you see what? <clears throat> Danielle, let's hear your angry poem. About a second look. They've already got you figured out. They, they're on to you in the chat. I know. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to do what? <laughs> Again. No, no, no. I heard you, but... Dude, twice? You want me to look at it twice? Like what? Like I'm some kind of idiot? Who what? Can't be trusted to look just once? Like I need my hand held just to... Oh, wait. I see it now. My bad. <laughs> Auto-correct, am I right? Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you, Danielle. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. I'm trying to... That's twice now. It's been like six months between my shows, but I'm trying to make it a running game. Yeah. <laughs> I'll expect the next show. I'll be just anticipating it. Where's the... Okay, bye. Where's the... Okay, bye. Gonna yeah, get dropped man. in. Uh, all right, segment five. I know, I know, it's it's almost over. Don't worry, there's so many more of them. Some could say there's... How many episodes total now? Yeah. Huh? How many episodes are there now total? Well, this will be uh, 253. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, my God, that's my favorite number. That's yeah, so that's how weird. Old I, am. I mean, you take the two and the three, and you add them together, and that's another five. So there's probably some sort of numerology going on here. Um, it's two fives. That's a ten. Ten's a strong number. I, I know someone knows these things, and I hate that I've pointed it out. Uh, You've basically just given away the plot of the number 23 with Jim Carrey. So oh, yeah, no. Congrats. Wait, what? He was in a movie with numbers? <laughs> spoiler. All right, segment five. Is that five. what spoilers are? <laughs> yes. Somebody was in a movie with numbers. 
Oh, now I can't watch it. IMDb is just a giant spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> math. Well, I choose to know nothing. I don't want to be spoiled. <laughs> Fucking math books are the biggest spoilers. They got so many numbers. Kim, did you take your medication? I don't want to know about it. It's a spoiler. <laughs> All right, segment five. Location, location, location. Let's do this. <clears throat> you've got a calling, and that calling is calling you to call others to buy what you've been called to sell. Problem is, what you've got to sell might not be perfectly ideal for your current location, but a little thing like a little, <laughs> like little demand for your supply isn't going to stop you. And so with location, 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 you all run businesses in less than ideal locations, and it's your job to tell us why we should buy what you're selling. <sighs> you wrote it. Yeah. I fell asleep, sorry. <laughs> I, the thing is, I write these two days ago, and then I never read them again until on the show. Um, <laughs> Kim, mm -hmm. let's hear... Mm, you, <laughs> you are a caricature artist... Who works at a cemetery? Why should boardwalks and amusement parks have all the fun? Due to a complete misunderstanding that I really don't want to get into, which resulted in me not being allowed within 100 yards of children or schools, you can now benefit from my amazing artistic talent right here in the cemetery while you remember your lost loved ones. <laughs> Taking pictures at a funeral? That's tacky. Why don't you just Snapchat with Grandpa's stiff corpse? Having a caricature artist capture your darkest moment with whimsical flair, however. Now, that's a family heirloom that you can put right next to Grandma's favorite Precious Moments figurine. Your drunk cousin may have died in a gruesome four-wheeler accident, but what if instead of being a boring closed cas casket, you had a three-by-five work of art where he was reimagined as an astronaut? That would be a nice change of pace, right? Ever wonder what Auntie Ethel would have looked like with an even more oversized forehead? Chance! Before they drop her in the ground, give me an opportunity to turn that frown upside down. Let me put the fun back in funeral. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Um, you just reminded me, I don't think uh, any quad has ever been sold that doesn't have some blood on it. It's just why are those <laughs> why are those four wheelers still sold? Sorry. I know. I, I my the only friend that I had that had one broke both of his legs. Mm -hmm. That sounds about right. Oh no, two guys. One guy paralyzed, the other guy broke both his oh. legs. Well you don't you don't use the throttle. You don't use your legs for the throttle on a four wheeler, Kenny. You can still ride. Yeah. yeah but then they just like oh that's that's actually true. Kenny can still ride a four wheeler. But he's already paralyzed so the four wheeler doesn't want him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Kenny, now, I'm sorry. I don't know if you're really watching this, but um, <laughs> uh, I just uh, I feel bad about that. His name oh, is man. also Kenny. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> He's a human being. And you're not originally from Alabama, are you sure? <laughs> Vermont's just the Alabama, the north. <laughs> Everybody That's... living in school buses, <laughs> riding four wheelers. It's what the what's the that's what the original Continental Congress said before they even knew what Alabama was gonna be. It's just Vermont is the Alabama of the North. <laughs> that's what that's what uh, Vermont means in French. Everybody thinks it's Verdmont, Green Mountains. It's not. It's Alabama. <laughs> 
Well, Kim, thank you for joining us. Uh, where else, um, outside of this show, can people enjoy Kim Martell? Oh, my God, so many places. First of all, uh-huh. uh, I live in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. I'm often walking around my neighborhood, which is Druid. <sighs> um, you can find me on Twitter at the Kim Martell, mm-hmm. but nothing there is cool or interesting. If you go to JoJo Has Fun on the Twitch or the YouTube or the, or the Twitter uh, you'll find content where I'm involved. Um, hopefully, if you get an eye exam sometime in July, I'll be your gal. Oh. Um, but right now, I'm not working. Um, but other than that, um, I, don't, I don't know. You could Snapchat me. <laughs> this is the weirdest um, personal ad I've ever read. <laughs> and I'm so lonely. Um, I have a Pinterest. Kim, <laughs> your TikTok. Oh, yeah, I have oh, a TikTok. Where I TikTok. So, yeah, check it out. The Kim Martell. Nice. Uh, well, finally got around to dropping that uh, <clears throat> Twitch link in there. So, uh, all the people that aren't already uh, fervent uh, JoJo Has Funners, uh, go check out JoJo Has Fun. Uh, it's, as the name implies, JoJo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can I say real quick before um, you yeah. go into that? Uh, during this uh, stab, mm-hmm. which I thought JoJo might tune into, but apparently not because he has messaged <laughs> He doesn't me. actually care about us. <laughs> he, has, he has messaged me this. Well, he messaged Danielle thinking that I would probably see it. Okay. Uh, he says, whatever you're doing right now, fuck that shit. Dairy Girls is on Netflix. <laughs> what? JoJo, JoJo is the great uncle that is eight years behind everything. Everything that I tell that guy to watch or listen to, he's like, man, whatever. And then like, Six months later, he's just like, hey, just see this thing. It's really Wait. cool. You should take it up. Is there new Dairy Girls on Netflix or is it just the same old Dairy it's just, Girls? It's just, it's just Dairy Girls. It's just like oh. he saw, he's like, hey, did you guys hear they made a Lord of the Rings movies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dairy Girls is so good. Oh, my it God. It is. Dairy Girls is fantastic. Okay. Well, there's another plug that yeah. isn't for, for us. <laughs> but no. Guys. Dairy Girls, really good. It's on Netflix. Shut this good. tab down right now. Dairy Girls is on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> this will be available on um, on Spotify in a couple months. Just wait. You can catch the last five minutes of this then. Um, Jeff. Yep. Let's hear, before we get to more uh, has fun plugs, let's hear your location, location, location. You run sensitivity training seminars in the city of Microaggressionton. <laughs> Imagine that I just walked onto a stage and I just turned the chair backwards and sat down. And sure. Like How else would this start? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was uh, I was like you once. No, really, really. I uh, I look out into the crowd here today and uh, I see me. You know, wherever I look in microaggressionton, I from the families that have been here for generations. To the book smart Asian kids in the college quad prepping for their pharmacy tests. Uh, from the true and proud businessmen, the American businessmen, to the wives and mothers waiting for their men to get home. In each and every one of you, except for the Asian kids and the women's and whatever else you are, I see me. I see someone at odds with the world, someone who needs direction, a helping hand. And that's why I'm here to take you through my sensitivity, understanding, consideration, and concern training, or SUCK for short. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my goal with this federally mandated 16-hour training, led by myself per a court order, 
is to get everyone in this room to suck. And I'm not just talking about the Karens in the room. All right, men are filled to the brim with testosterone. And sensitivity, understanding, and consideration and concern doesn't come as easy to us as women or, you know, college students, you know, or male hairstylists. No, but by the end of this seminar, I'm going to get even the roughest, toughest man out there to suck. And a lot of, our, a lot of you may already suck, but I'm going to get you to suck more. <laughs> and you may be asking yourselves, why should I take this seminar? What's in it for me? Well, friends, a new outlook is what's in it for you. A new way of viewing life. And also, microaggression has, like, as a city, been struck with over 1,200 discrimination and harassment lawsuits in the past month, uh, with 90% of those coming from a bus of community theater actors who had gotten lost on their way to performing their rendition of Cats Three Counties Over. So I ask you, who's ready to suck? <laughs> I hate location, 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 Jesse. I want you to know that so much. All right, I'll keep that in mind. I'll file Jojo that. hates Jojo hates on this date. I hate location, location, location. Everybody hates on this date. Well, I'm fine with on this day. Really? Yeah. I don't hate anything. Oh, Kim, you're the best. Kim. Closing <laughs> windows. <laughs> hey, Jeff, are you in any way involved in things that people can see? No, thank you for asking. Those okay, those cool, things. Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, direct people to all of your wares under the banner of an absentee father. Well, then, okay. <laughs> have you got 15 minutes? Anyways, we uh, we have a YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Jojo Has Fun. Mm -hmm. Myself, Jojo, Kim, and Danielle. Not this Danielle, nope, different not that Danielle. One. Yeah. Uh, every Wednesday and Saturday, we release a uh, usually 30 minute to 45 minute fun filled video. You can go oh, watch that. Oh, hilarious. Hilarious. One time I peed in my purse. One time Kim <laughs> peed in her purse and told us about it for some Indirectly. reason. Indirectly. Uh, yeah, we didn't prompt her. Uh, we also are on Twitch now, uh, twitch.tv slash Jojo Has Fun. Mm -hmm. We have two podcast projects that we also produce called The Roles We Made, which is a Dungeons & Dragons actual play comedy podcast. comes out every Friday. Just look for The Roles We Made on any podcast platform. And sure. then we also have an R.L. Stein Goosebumps podcast. Uh, which comes out every Tuesday. It is called Geese Bumps, a Did You Mean Goosebumps podcast. <laughs> yes. uh, that is me, Danielle, and Jojo. Nice. Jojo and Danielle have PhDs. We read Goosebumps books. I don't have that, so I'm just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad they're finally putting all of that education to work. <laughs> Thank God. A hundred views a month. Thank you, college. A <laughs> hundred views a month? Must be nice. <laughs> Don't get jelly. <laughs> Luxury. Um, Danielle, before we get to your thing about a thing that you wrote about a thing, uh, how can people enjoy Danielle Mandela outside of the confines of the STAB program? I mean, really in your own minds, if you want to just think about me sometimes. Yeah. That's a great way. I do have Twitter. You might not enjoy it. <laughs> It's very screamy right now. I'm, I'm sort of yelling at the government to give vaccines to everybody. But if you're down with that, you can join me. Sure. Um, at not that Mandela. Um, Instagram is kind of the same, except thrown in with a bunch of pictures of food that you don't want to see. Um, Hold on. I can only follow so many things so quickly. 
<laughs> they don't have that much internet in Alabama. Kim only has so much bandwidth. Is it also not that Mandela on the in, on the Instagram? The Instagram is fickle fuddle words. I can't spell that. God damn it. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. That's it. Those those are the only places I exist. Well, and as you did point out, uh, a little bit of Danielle Mandela exists in all of us. Uh, If if you just take the time to find it, it's in there. Danielle, let's close out this episode with... uh, You did uh, ask for a clarification on on this one. Um, And that's fair because it doesn't actually include a place. But, you know... (laughs) It's a, it's a greater state but of mind. But demons are everywhere, exactly. so like, it's okay. Like Daniel, like Daniel Mandela. <laughs> exactly. There's a little demon Danielle inside of yeah. all of us. You know what? That's the that's the eternal struggle. <laughs> the little the little Danielle on one shoulder, little demon on the other shoulder. And Which just... Danielle survives? The one you feed. <laughs> Stop eating Danielles. <laughs> <laughs> we all have two Daniels inside us. Right. <laughs> Danielle, let's hear uh, your pitch. You are, as it just so happens, you are a minor demon who buys souls in exchange for pretty lame special abilities. Hey, friend. I've seen that look before. Lost. Hopeless. Not really sure where you belong. Don't worry, my friend. I've got just what you need. A special ability. That's right, an ability that only you have that nobody understands and will probably ostracize you for eventually. But that's for future you to worry about. Right now you will get the enjoyment of novelty and pedestal culture. All for the low, low price of your soul. And let's be honest, that's been dragging behind you for a while now, hasn't it? So why not cut the weight? Select from a wide range of abilities that could potentially be described as special by someone who is less special. The ability to drink orange juice without flinching mere seconds after brushing your teeth. The ability to return gifts without a gift receipt. Think of all the awkward moments you would avoid. The ability to fry an egg on the sidewalk without waiting for global warming. The ability to sneak a bunch of dragon fruit through the self-checkout without a second look. I should mention that these abilities are specially curated by the Dark Lord to fit the individual buyer. So I don't know why it's all mostly produce-based. That's on you. For a limited time, get the sneaky dragon fruit and the ability to eat it without removing the peel. Or husk? Whatever. You're the expert. With this, all this for the price of your soul, plus the soul of your unborn baby or dog. The dog can be born or unborn. I'm not picky. Buy now and finally have something cool to put in your social media bio. <laughs> Thank you, Danielle. And with that, Stab is over. Thank you all once again for tuning in. And one more time for tonight's amazing panel, Kim Martell, Jeff Brown, and Danielle Mandela. And if you liked what you literally just heard, then you're probably also not going to hate the other 252 episodes available wherever you find podcasts, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or of course, Podknife. And if you'd like to catch these shows live, well, you can. All you have to do to do that is tune in every Thursday night at 8 p.m. to Stab Comedy Theater TV. We'll be there. It's where we live! That's all for tonight. Until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, and you've been someone who I probably know. Let's say Jason. 
It's probably Jason. Hi, Jason. Good night.